Welcome to the Popcorn Wine Down with Tammy and Eddie. Grab your popcorn, pour yourself a glass of wine, and come hang out with us as we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and music. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Popcorn Wine Down. Thank you for joining us. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. This week we will be discussing Netflix's movie, The Prom. But first, let's get to the wind down. Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. We are almost two weeks into 2021 and it's already still on that 2020. It's been a shit show. It's been a shit show. I was going to say, it's still on that 2020 bullshit. Like, (laughs) I was talking to someone today, and I was like, I didn't expect, I wasn't one of those who thought that 2021 was just going to wipe out 2020. I knew better. I I knew. But I thought, damn, I didn't think it would, I I didn't think it would just tell 2020, hold my fucking beer, dude. (laughs) I did not think so either. Like, it was like, hold my beer, hold my wallet, hold my purse, hold my heels you know, take my earrings, like, let me show you how it's really done. (laughs) Exactly, like, so, you know, and that's what I told someone yesterday, I said, okay, so we still on that storm before the calm bullshit, I see, I see, but yeah, so, um, we know what happened at the Capitol this weekend, it's, it, I'm still trying to process, process all of that, it, it's amazing, and, we could break it down so many ways about the the hypocrisy, the double standard, just how it happened, why it was allowed to happen. But again, it's not that type of show. Anytime that Tammy will allow me to actually just talk politics for one day, <laughs> we could have those discussions. But um, so some of the fallout from this and especially how it affects, um, you know, our bad pop culture and entertainment, and all that. Um, Twitter finally manned up. Jack finally manned up and listened to his employees and he suspended uh, the Mango Mussolini's account uh, permanently. I was about saying definitely, right? Yeah, it's it's permanently done. And um, so people are like, well, why now? Uh, Because, you know, originally after all that happened, they had suspended it for like 12 hours and um, he got it back. But they were saying that since it all went down, there was talk about stuff happening on the 20 on the 17th there's another rally or something planned that's supposed to go down on the 17th um and then what really did it is when he went out and just randomly tweeted for those who are asking I'm not going to be at the inauguration so people are saying that that was pretty much like a dog whistle or green light or code for the inauguration is fair game for whatever you crazy motherfuckers want to do um you know, since their leader would not be there. Um, so they went ahead and shut it down. Um, Facebook had, Facebook and Instagram, Zuckerberg finally manned up and suspended them um, at least until the inauguration. So I don't know if he's been permanently suspended from there. Google kicked Parler off of Google Play. Um, okay, what is Parler? Parler is basically the Twitter for redneck racists. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's all you got to (laughs) say. Yeah, so it's like their own little, you know, um, YouTube shut down Bannon and his channel, his podcast or whatever. So um, they're 
starting to do what they should have done a long time ago. But I guess, you know, it took nearly burning this bitch down to the ground for them to see just how serious it is. And we always say words are just words, but words matter, you know. So, um, yeah. And then, of course, the fool went and tried to tweet from the official POTUS account last night after they shut down his account. And then they just deleted the post from that. So they may have to suspend that until they officially hand it over to Biden. Who knows? But then also, bitch boy, Senator John Hawley from Missouri, he's crying because Simon & Schuster uh, canceled his publishing contract and they are not going to release his upcoming book. Um, so he's crying First Amendment. But um, for him to be such a smart law, Yale, he graduated, I believe, from Yale Law School. He obviously did not study the First Amendment and knows that it does not support um, violent speech and it does not protect insurrections and supporting insurrections. So, you know. Yo, take your bitch ass back to Missouri, please. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, the, the the papers in Missouri, everyone's calling for him to resign. And, you know, of course, with us being here in Texas, we have our own little bitch boy, Ted Cruz, who's now saying he's never supported Trump and um, that, you know, he's been against him and his rhetoric for the past four years. Homeboy, you didn't even defend your mom, your, your daddy and your wife against that fool. So shut up. But yeah, so, you know, it's been an interesting week. We'll see if we can survive the, what, next 11 days <laughs> um, and how this is going to go. And also in burning it to the ground news, you're going to like this segue. Uh, Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Good job. Good job, Eddie. Good job. <laughs> see what no. I did here yeah um, Kim and Kanye it looks like that they are officially going to call it into their marriage um, and this you know I was when it when it was announced um, of course you have the Chris leaked it on Twitter memes which were funny but uh, one of the best ones was like dude this is news even Stevie Wonder saw this shit coming so you know <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it, you know, it's a sad situation, and uh, but I, yeah, I, I don't really know what to say about that. Um, someone said, someone else said that Kanye has, a divorce has confirmed his place in the MAGA society, so, you know, but we'll see um, how that's going to play out in the future. And also, uh, the Grammys, we know that, you know, uh, the Grammys always seem to get it wrong every year with either denominations. And we talked about, you know, how they how they uh, kind of fucked it up last year. Although BTS was nominated, that was good. And they, uh, The Weeknd was not nominated for anything, which is horrible. But they also, um, because Rona is running out of control in L.A., they pushed back the date. So it's supposed to be at the end of this month on the 31st. And they pushed it back to March 14th, I believe which is the same night as the SAG Awards. So they just can't win for losing. Um, and it's a general unspoken rule that you don't, that you do not have major award shows like within the same weekend or the same week, but especially not on the same day. So, um, yeah. And I haven't heard anything about them changing the date. So they just keep seeing, they keep seeming to step in it. Mm -hmm. Um 
but I, I'm not sure if they're going to change the date again. They should, but who knows? Who knows with the Grammys? We shall see. And um, also, you know, because uh, Rona is still raging out of control, uh, L.A., um, Hollywood has shut down a lot of its productions. The the general Christmas hiatus um, that they normally take, uh, they have extended it. Um, at this point, it's looking like it's going to be extended indefinitely, at least until they can get the numbers under control. And I'm just going to say something that's really probably unpopular. But when Biden comes in, his best bet would probably be to shut this bitch down for a bit. Well, I, he could get that power. I, I know I know he doesn't want to. No one really wants it to happen. But that's probably the only way. Like Japan is shutting down. Um, the UK shutting down. So we'll see what happens. That's, you know. Um, and then also one of our favorites, unfortunately, it is confirmed that GOT7 is no more. And I hate that. <clears throat> Fucking JYPE. And he's getting, he is getting dragged, dragged, dragged. how he has treated GOT7. Like all the news, like they have so many articles just listing the amount of times that their entertainment company mistreated them, treated them like crap, um, gave them the shortest come um, comeback time um, between albums and everything like that. So yeah, so I'm happy to know that his company is being dragged for how they've treated God Seven and the fact that you're about to lose big business. Like. Um... I don't know if I sent you the video or not. Uh, I may not have, but there was a video that just popped up and it was showing that the worst uh, K-pop groups, the worst treatment for K-pop Oh, I saw groups. that. I saw that. And GOT7 was number two, only behind yeah. the group that had been fucking abused and forced to live in Yeah, squalor. like literally physically abused. <laughs> And their manager stole from them and like one dude's mom had to pay to get the toilet fixed in the dorm, if you could even call it that. So it was just like, so you go from that to got seven and it wasn't nearly that bad, but just, and we've talked about it just as far as the business and the professionalism, it sucked. And they're not a trash group. Like they're not, I, but I, I do want to say I, I am fully, fully in support of all seven of them and I'll be following all seven of them no matter what they choose to do. And I just hope that their success continues um, once they leave JYPE. Like, I hope that they definitely have a following and their career continues to grow um, just so they can throw it in his face every time they see him anywhere. I think so. They were saying, I was reading an article today and they were saying that because they are, that they do seem to genuinely like and care and support one another, that they, they're hoping and that they'll have collaborations within their different groups. And they were saying that collaborations with different artists, especially for Yogyam, who's going more with the hip hop um, management group with Jay Park's group, that um, they allow more collaborations. It's just JYPE or JYP, unless it's him trying to collaborate with some artists that he didn't allow for a lot of outside collaboration. So I know they'll get the freedom that they craved and the, cre the freedom that they obviously deserve and probably should have had all along because what was it yesterday we were talking? And I said, this album where they had total creative freedom was definitely their best. And you know, the only reason he gave it to them is because he didn't give a fuck and he thought it was suck. 
And yet he got mad at the fact that they wouldn't resign. Like he, yeah. they say like he's mad because he don't understand why they won't resign a contract. You've been treating him like shit for years. Like I wouldn't resign with you either. Let me go about my business. Thank you. Like, okay, so you gave us the you gave us control. You gave us the freedom that we've been seeking on this one album just because it was the end and you really didn't care and you didn't think we could pull it off in the short amount of time that you gave us for the comeback, but we did. And like I said, it's in my opinion, it's one of their best. From what I've read, a lot of people seem to feel that way, you know. So, but you want us to sign again. And once you're, we're back under your thumb, you want to go back to controlling everything we do and not caring. So I don't understand the, the, where they stand with that. It's like, he's so controlling. He won't let them produce their own stuff. He really won't let them write a lot of their own stuff. He doesn't like what they turn into him, but he wants to control everything they do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he, it's like, okay, we have... It's just crazy. So I, I'm not mad that they resigned. And I hope none, no one stays with him individually. Like, I hope none of the soloists stay with that company. They shouldn't. So, and then in other news, other K-pop news, did you see Blonde Jean-Cook? I did. I did. I, I thought did. he looked I thought he looked cute. I like Blonde John. I like mm. Blonde JK. You you know you know he not top he not high on my list. So I thought he had moved up. He he did he did he did he he, he moved up. He's above V now. Oh gosh! Preston, so he's like went ahead. Did you see the performance they did at the Golden Disc Awards? I did not see that performance. Oh I have my to gosh! Check it out. So they did. Um, so first the rap line came out and then the vocal line came out and I have to say. That Precious was on top of it through his whole performance when he was dancing and he was whining down. I was like, "Go ahead, Precious." I said, "Is this the one where they did of your son, huh?" Is this where they did Dimple? Yeah, I've seen that. I don't think that's new. That's been out for a while, unless they just recorded it to release officially for this. But yeah, Um, I did like it. Yeah. No, no, no. I, and you know what? When I was watching it, I felt like, I was like, is this a new thing? Because they had a full crowd there. And I was just like, that don't, no, I don't know. But and whatever it was, Precious definitely moved back up the list. Um, I will say JK, look, he looks younger um, with the blonde hair. Um, it's kind of like a Jimin blonde, the blonde that Jimin always goes for. Um, it looks good on him. I, I won't like, he, he does look good with the blonde. I'm just not I don't have that excitement for JK like, you know, the world does. So, but he looks good. I'll acknowledge that. He cute. He cute. He all right. And that, that is close to her saying that JK is killing the blonde as we're going to get. Um, I do <laughs> like it. It's not, it's not the white blonde. It's not that over-processed. It doesn't look like it's that over-processed blonde that they normally try to do, you know? Um, so I, I, I did like it. I was surprised. So we will see, um, how long he keeps that, um, blonde. And there's also rumors that they are going, that they're working on a new album already. Um, God, they work. Well, that was a <laughs> mini, work. it was also like a mini album. Like they didn't like, that was a mini album B. B was a mini album. Yeah. And it wasn't so, planned. So I understand that this would probably be the time that they would after yeah, their actually tour, come out. Yeah. Come, start working on a on a real album so not that B wasn't a real album it was great it It served its purpose I love it 
Um, so, and that was the thing. They were like, well, are they going to, is B, was B the introduction, the unintended introduction to a new era? So are they going to continue with the theme from B? Because, you know, usually they think their albums are connected through themes. So um, is it going to be something like Fearless or B or whatever? So we'll see what they come up with. I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, and I think that just about wraps up this week's wind down, you know, 2021. I'm going to need you to do better. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really am. I'm going to need this shit to get better for real, for real. Okay, so stay tuned on the Catch Us on the Flip when we talk about the prom. Yay! Party. <laughs> Discover more in movies, TV, and music at thepopcornwindown.com. This week, we are discussing The Prom, which is about what happens when down-and-out, washed-up Broadway stars decide to take on a bandy project to rehab their careers. They decide to go to small-town Indiana and help in the teen's quest to uh, be able to take her girlfriend to the prom. Um, the prom is based on a Broadway play of the same name. Uh, this adaptation was directed by the great Ryan Murphy and has an all-star cast, Meryl Streep, Carrie Washington, James Corden, Nicole Kidman, Andrew Rammels, and Keegan-Michael Key. So Tammy, would you go to this prom and dance the night away or would you skip it? I would skip it. <laughs> um, it first of all, okay. So when I first saw the trailer was a couple months ago when they first um pushed it out, and I knew like I saw the singing, but I didn't I didn't realize it would be so heavy of the singing. Um, and so when I was watching it, it took me like an hour before I actually got into the movie. And I was, I was like, oh, oh, Lord, they, they about to sing again. And I've never had, I, I, like, I don't do those responses because I love musicals. Like, musicals are my thing. But when they started singing, I'd be like, oh, goodness gracious. Okay, can I fast forward this? No, because I need to see the scene on what's going to be coming from this. But, yeah, I just was not feeling it. I, 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 did, I didn't. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, it was just, like, I felt like the story was disjointed. Um, there was no real continuation of the story. Um, and then at the end, when I realized that it was Ryan Murphy, I was like, oh, like Glee. Okay, I got it. That's cool. Um, yeah, so that that's my first opinion. What about you, Eddie? <laughs> um, even with this stellar, amazing all-star cast, and even with it being a Ryan Murphy project, um, I would have to skip it. And in real life, True story. Fun fact: I did indeed skip my own high school prom, so I don't have no. <gasps> what? Yeah. Um, no. My That's date. Like my my date. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've never really been into that kind of stuff, traditions and all that. And my date at the time was um, a track star, um, and he went to a different high school. And the state track me always fell on the weekend of my high school's prom. So um, it was a choice, either go to prom, spend all that money and go to prom without him or me and my friends go to state. Um, 
And so we all decided to go to the state track meet. Trust me, we had just as much fun and did all the prompt shenanigans, but you know, um, different story for a different day. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that's my prompt segue. But let me just say, this movie did not make me think all these years later that I missed anything at prom. I definitely oh, no. skipped it. And no. it it is sad because it has such, you know, Meryl Streep in, yeah. Um, that, that's it. That's all you need to say, Meryl Streep. Yeah. And <laughs> unlike you, I am not big on movie musicals. I love Broadway shows and I love going to see musicals on the stage but I'm not big on movie musicals. There are, there are a few that I like, obviously, but this was not one of them. And I knew it was a musical going in. And I think I would have preferred, it did make me want to actually see the play, I guess, but I think I would have preferred if this one had been just a straight adaptation based on the play. I think it may, yes. have, it may have cured some of this the disjointedness. It, I think I may have made up a word, hey. Um, <laughs> But I, it may have cured or solved some of the problems with the disjointedness of the script and the herky-jerky start-stop. So, um, and to be honest, I did something I rarely ever do during movies. I fell asleep. <gasps> and, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That and, is the worst. <laughs> and so even after I fell asleep, so it was one of those things, and we, we had this conversation the other day about a different thing. You were telling me what happened. So even this is how bad it was. Even after I fell asleep and I woke up, I'm like, damn. This, it, I was kind of hoping that it was one of those things that I was hoping it would be over <laughs> when I woke up. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. And then I was like, oh, shit. And I realized I wasn't even asleep that long. And But I did not feel the need, nor did I want to go back and rewind to see what I missed. So even when oh, I woke shit. up, yeah, I, I felt like I didn't miss anything. And so I was just like, oh, okay, I'm good. And um, unlike you, true story, some of the singing I did fast forward through. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> like, it and, was... and the only thing I fast forward through was the truck, the truck show performance. Like I went and did something while they were doing the performance at the truck show. Um, so I, I didn't get to see it. And then when I watched it um, a second time, I fast forward through that performance again. I fast forward through all the um, the songs, except, nope, 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 all of them. I fast forward through all of them thinking like, did I stop at any of them? Nope. I fast forward through all of them. But I was a little disappointed on that. Um, the musical aspects of it did not catch me. And my sister is <laughs> very, very surprised on the fact that like, I did not enjoy it. And it's a musical. And I'm such a movie musical person. I love yes. it. <laughs> See, I put my bias for movie musicals aside just for the cast. Like, I knew going in, I wasn't surprised. And I think this is when I actually recommend it. So, you know, and I know you like movie musicals. And you know me, I watch anything and um, at least once just to say. So I was like, okay. Um, I have a bias, you know, the movie, movie musicals are not my thing. I'd rather see the play on Broadway um or on a stage but I think that that's what made this get lost in translation was trying to do a straight adaptation from stage to screen this probably should have been something that was more of a dramatic or a, a dramedy ab adaptation and they probably should have been able to take more liberties and tell the story correctly I think there's so much more 
especially with the medium, Netflix, everyone pretty much being stuck at home. Um, you have an amazing cast. Um, Nicole, you know, you could have done so much with this movie if you hadn't tried to force the music. <laughs> force the music I, I, do, I do agree. And I think they were trying to make it um, lighthearted. Um, and that also threw me off on they were trying to make it lighthearted. And um, I think what he was going for also was a little cartoonish on um, certain characters because Carrie Washington's character, I felt like there were a lot of moments where to me, she was very cartoonish in what she was saying, but I felt like it was done on purpose on um, certain lines that she had. I was just like, really? Really? Okay. Let's move on. Like, <laughs> I was just like, give me a break <laughs> on these lines. Like, it, it was, and then also the relationship of the girl um, Emma and her girlfriend like I couldn't get invested in their relationship I could care less whether they ended up together or not because there was no like backstory on how they got together all we knew was that they'd been together for a year and a half and that's because Emma said it but like how did your relationship progress for a year and a half in this small without town being public? Like, thank you in this small one horse town that yeah, had like, like in real Meryl Streep said, I was just out on the town and I saw the site. And it's like, okay. And trust <laughs> exactly. me, um, aside, nothing to do. you know, and being from Indiana myself, aside from South Bend, whoo, whoo, Notre Dame, um, and, you know, Indianapolis, there really aren't any major towns in South Bend. So they're all pretty much small, no offense to my home state, small towns like that. Like it really is middle America. And a town that small, everybody knows everybody's business. So how were y'all together? Like, how were y'all not seen? Yeah. Um, and then an, another thing is, is that, okay, I have, and we talked about this when we talked about um, Dash and Lily or Lily and Dash. Um, I forgot which name goes first. On how, so you have a teenage girl and she ain't got no friends. She got no friends. None. Nobody. So when they did that to her with the whole prom there was nobody that snitched to admin because I know, I know that there is admin or somebody always knows something. Mm -hmm. Somebody always knows something. All right. And principals are way more informed than they make them out to be on in, in this movie. Like, he would have been way more informed because his admin team would have been finding out what's going on. You got students who would have been revealing this stuff. And I mean, so they, they he didn't find out until they went till he went to the school that they, they set up a whole new prom without her. And if he got there first, why didn't he tell her? Yes. Why didn't he text her and let her know rather than her showing up and being absolutely embarrassed, even if there was nobody there but her but her people, like the absolute embarrassment of actually showing up, you know? And, and then when he, he knew where the other prom was, why didn't he just text her and tell her, oh, we changed the location, boom, 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 because they couldn't not let her in. Like that just threw me off, that whole scene. Yeah, and, you know, even in a town that small, um, I'm going to say it was probably less than 10,000 people in this town, um, but, um, and, you know, that's just me adding some backstory since we don't know, but I'm, I'm thinking it was one of the smaller towns. Uh, she she may have been the only out gay kid, but she wasn't the only, only gay, gay kid. kid. So it's there is no like, way every, every 
in the closet gay kid would have just went to prom and not told and, her and not have told her seeing as how she was the one who was brave enough to come out when they were not able to and then another thing that pissed me off was <laughs> when her girlfriend I'm sorry when her girlfriend showed up at that prom and her mom told her that you know the whole gist of what they did and you mean to tell me that you didn't race to text your girlfriend right then and there your girlfriend to let her know what happened like you yeah. went to find a quiet area to call her and tell her oh i can't come because you know my mom is what girl what what <laughs> you know and when she sang her song about how hard it was to be Alyssa green i I didn't feel for it. Like I know not at so, all. Like I know you're and I was like, am I cold hearted? Am I just mad that this movie is still <laughs> on and it's keeping me from going back to sleep? Because here's the thing. When I said that, I kind of thought segue. Um, but I kind of thought, oh, well, good thing it is still on, because if it wasn't, that means I would have actually had to watch <laughs> over tomorrow. So let's just pick up where we left off. And you know what they remind what it reminded me of when she was um she had the prom and she refused to leave. It reminded me of when we watched Happiest Season, right? When we did our um our episode on that and talking about how Harper like just threw Abby to the wolves, right? And mm-hmm. I I felt that same way with what Allison did to Emma on you really just let her go through that. And then you got surprised at the fact that she broke up with you? Like, chick, bitch, please. <laughs> yeah, in this case, I, I I am a little bit more understanding of the decisions because she is a kid. Um, Harper was a full-grown asshole. Woman. She was. So, she was. <laughs> so, you know, this one is a kid, peer pressure, but, afraid of upsetting her mom. I, yeah. You know, the most popular, one of the most popular kids in school. So I understand. But then that means she was never planning on coming out. So that, that means that you really did. She really did set her girlfriend up. She really did set up Emma because because she was never, ever planning on, even at prom, she would have found a reason to not even come out and and to not embrace Emma, even at a prom, if they had not canceled the first one. And that and that's the thing. That is that's some of the liberties that you could have taken with an adaptation. Mm-hmm. That would have raised the stakes for me. Um, if if somehow Emma did go to find out about their prom, because I thought like, oh, now that she knows where the prom is, they're gonna go. Like they would have taken James yeah. Horton's character's advice, Harry, Henry, Harry, was this Barry. Barry. And Barry, they would have Barry. Barry, they would have gone to the prom and then, you know, it's like, okay, are I'm here. And I came to be with my girlfriend. And when she goes to her, she's like, you know, that would have raised the stakes to me. Um, it would have. That, I would have been more invested in the story if, yeah. that, if that was a scene in the movie. You're right. So it, it's just like, I, I, yeah, it was it was bad. Um, and then the Nicole Kidman part where they where she was talking about jazz hands or telling her what to do. First of like, all, I forgot, I forgot her whole part. So I'm... I'm mm-mm. Mm-mm. or feeling it I was like oh this is just bad so I, I ended up fashion and I'm like this is Nicole Kidman you know but I'm like oh god this is horrible so sad and, it was so sad what and, they did to that woman and so I was just like okay but one of my favorite scenes and I guess because it was just so over the top the only musical number that I really did just like let, enjoy, me, let me see if it's the same one for me go ahead tell, tell me what, what was what, the what, one was Andrew Rammel's one in the mall <laughs> At the mall, right? Yeah, the one I, and I, I love, thy love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor. Yeah, love thy neighbor. That's what I knew. I was like, I don't even remember the song. I'm just gonna call it "Love Thy Neighbor." <laughs> you know, and it was 
and he got a job out of it because they were like, you explain things so well. You should be our teacher. Drama teacher. A drama teacher. <laughs> and she was like, this is just temporary, right? He's like, so temporary. <laughs> but, but, but no, I, I agree. I think that that was where I actually was just like, that was the only number that I actually liked out of the whole movie. Um, and it like, it was good. Like, it was really, really good. And And another thing is, is that not to get too political because we always do when we say we're not going to um, but like I love the fact that in the song it was using the hypocrisy of when people always throw the bible out on the reason why they're homophobic and why they want to discriminate against LGBTQ and he was using that against they were like oh because the bible says it's wrong and he was just like well you want to know what else the bible says is wrong and going through it and pointing out certain things, like, you're going to go to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. And I'm just like, exactly. Like, I like how it was a musical, but he also, like, brought in, like, the hypocrisy of what everybody in everyday life uses on the reason why, you know, they want to kick their children out of their homes and never see them again. Yeah. And um, I, I, I like that. Um, and it, but within that scene, okay, so you go from being a mean girl all of a sudden to just being so nice. Mm-hmm. And when you find out that one of your best friends is gay, you don't have a conversation with her. Whether it's to whether it's the conversation that you go from you know denial to being angry, like there was no conversation had. None. It was no acknowledgement of what was revealed that's what that's was that like that's kind of going towards what I said with the disjointedness and the um the lack of um continuation of the storyline as well like there was no real connections to any character like you couldn't get invested in any of the characters yeah because it's like I'm sorry if I find out this life-altering secret about my best friend and that they've been keeping it from me no matter how I felt about it I would still be angry because it's like I thought we were closer than this even if you know so it's like even if the conversation would have been about that bullshit and they would have been angry or telling her it's wrong at least they would have fucking acknowledged it rather than just tricking you know what I'm saying no I I, I definitely got you and then even when she found out oh that they knew and they tricked her about the prom there was no acknowledgement like well what the what kind of friends are y'all why would you do this and it's like, oh, because we know we saw you with Emma. And it's like, no one says anything. It's just like, oh, okay. And they, and they like, go about their business, start dancing like they're in, back into a musical again. And and that 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 just kind of, I was just like, wait, what? Like, so, yeah, so, so, so you're not going to curse them out? You're not going to go off? There's not going to be a, a corner conversation in the middle of prom where you, you snapping at your friends and they snapping back like nothing? Like no, nothing? Nothing. Like you're not actually, you're not going to accidentally get outed here. You know, it's just like, it was just so much swept under the rug with this whole musical thing. And I, and and you said Glee. Glee even did a better job of addressing these issues they and did. working in the music than this. So it, it, it was just like, it was too much. He should have taken it's a like, little bit more liberty in order to really address certain things. Like, even, yeah. even with the, um, the Barry story of like, it's like, this is how I couldn't connect to any characters. Even when um, James Corden's character was talking about like, you know, um, him coming out to his parents and how they reacted and everything like that. And then when his mom finally like showed up and stuff, I I didn't feel any of it. When he was crying, like I I was just like, okay, 
like can, can can we go to the next scene now? Like I'm I'm not feeling this. And not to say yeah. like his acting wasn't good, but because there was never a moment where I could truly become invested in any of the characters and their story that like it was just okay, this is another scene in the movie. Like this is just another scene, but I'm not feeling anything with what what he what he went through. Oh, but one moment that was real, one moment I did connect with is when Homegirl came in there when Meryl, you know, because Meryl, Meryl her character that Hampton, had, the Hampton house. Yes. When when her character was like she'd been married to Eddie Sharp and they were like, You can who was a who was a talk show host for the audience. And um they were like, All you have to do is call him. She's like, No, if I if I call him for a favor, he's gonna want the Hamptons house and I'm not giving him that house. So she finally, you know, her her and Keegan, Michael Key, his his principal character convinced her to be a good person and not and think about other people besides herself. So she bit the bullet and she got the girl on TV and the girl's like, Oh, thank you, but I'm not going on TV. Girl, when she unbuttoned that jacket as well. When she unbuttoned that jacket, she's like, You owe me a house. You owe me a house. You owe me a house. Yo, I was so for that because that would have been my reaction. I was pissed Thank with you. her. So you that was the realest I my Hampton house and you're not even going to think, like, even when I tell you this, even when you find out that I gave up my Hampton house in order to get you on this show, you still telling me that you're not going to go on the show? Girl, I, I felt that moment. I would have been all fuck the bullshit about being nice. <laughs> I don't care if we have to drag this little bitch on the show. She, she gone. This show. She gone to the show. Like that was that was a real moment. That was a real one. I that I connected with that. I related to that. <laughs> I did that put that. Moment. That was my favorite. It was my favorite scene of the whole movie. Like the funniest, my favorite funny scene of the whole movie was when she started to unbutton her jacket and she was about to go off on that teenage girl, Emma. Um, you know she went black with it. That's what black, yeah. like. Let me take off the jacket. If she would have, it's hilarious that they didn't even think to hold her back ahead of time because I knew as soon as she said that she was not going to do that, and she put down that purse. Yes. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Like, Diddy was like, "I'm gonna kick your ass. I don't care how old you are." <laughs> Thank you. Even though she's not black, she channeled the ancestors on that one. She showed up there. She was like, "Bring it, bring it." <laughs> she took off that jacket. I was like, "Ooh, she don't have on any earrings." But damn, yo, because if she had started to take out her hoop earrings, it'd have been over. It'd have been a wrap. Like you wouldn't have been able to stop her after that. <laughs> but she's like, "You owe me a house." She owed me out and then still had to turn around and pay for her second prom. Prom. <laughs> she just cleared off that black car. I'm like, and that's when I said, damn, what we not seeing. I'm like, damn, principal must have some good D. He dicking her down. Like she dickmatized because that because after that house, Ooh, oh no, she wouldn't have gotten nothing out of me. She wouldn't have like nothing. I would have been like, uh, she got my house. I'm good. Nah, y'all better take the, y'all better go to Walmart and do what you can do. Something. <laughs> Sorry. Can we rent out? Can they, y'all rent they, out they that app? Spent a good number. Of, they spent a good amount of money for how that prom ended up looking for her second prom. You know they spent Thank a good you. amount on that black card. Yeah, because it looked it looked a hell of a lot better than that first prom they were doing. Yep. You know the. So I was just like, nah, dog. But yeah, that that was the best scene in the movie to me. So <laughs> I I hated like I love Meryl Street. I hated how they made her look so old. And I guess so maybe it was supposed to be the washed up the washed up character. I hated the horrible wig they had her in. Um, 
I re and again, part of the disjointedness of it and part of what you didn't like is the chemistry between her and Keegan Michael Key. Like it's Meryl Streep, she could have chemistry with a lamp. Mm -hmm. But it's like you I I was interested in I really wanted to see more about how that developed and his effect on her. And I loved at the end when she told James Corden, Don't let me fuck this up. Like you know. Oh yeah, um, I, I did. I did like the younger man, older woman romance that they were kind of, you know, the um, secondary storyline. Like I thought that was really, really good. When oh, and that yellow jacket that she wore when she went to his office, like, let me get one. Oh yeah, let me get one because that was fair airs. Yes. And even though Carrie Washington's character had that whole PTA mom vibe, I loved her. Um, when they had her at the end in the credits with her as best dressed, I'm like, okay. So, um, and her reaction, it wasn't typical, but it's like you went from zero to 60. Like there was no middle ground. It was like, you know. Which was a lie. It, it's a lie. Yeah. It's like, okay, I understand she's your daughter. I understand you love her. I, wonder, I understand you didn't want to have the atypical. There's no hesitance? Or, like, you didn't hesitate no at hesitance. all? Yeah. Going from, it's like you went from A to Z in five minutes. So that, you know, that was something else that you could have built up to. So and I there think was no reaction they, from, well, granted, <clears throat> when they showed up, like, it wasn't their, it wasn't their high school crowd, which will, I guess we um, can definitely mention on that second prom was none of their high school classmates at all was at that second prom. None of them. Um, but it was just like, there was no reaction. There was no real reaction her, her to the girlfriend were, coming out. Just just the two couples. Just the two couples. That was it. Oh. Everybody else oh, yeah, was it, from outside of their school. Yeah, well, well, because they were just in the gym, but I get what you're saying. Like, when she did it, it was just it was just the four, the 10 of them in that little gym or whatever, when her mom went to say, you can't have a second prom, but yeah, I get it. Right. It, it was, it was like when she originally came out, it was when her mom found out that they were having that, the second prom or the third prom, mm -hmm. but when they were having a special prom, the, the, what really was the all inclusive prom. And she went to go tell the gym, the principal that he couldn't use his gym at his school. Like she really ran something. And um, and so it was just her, the Broadway people. It was the two couples. It was Emma, the principal, her mom, and her when she came out. Yeah. So it wasn't a whole big crowd. But even then, as new, you know, with it being a small town, that news spread like wildfire. So there's no real reaction to it at all. And like you said, I wasn't invested in their relationship. I knew nothing about it. It's like, oh. Well, you know, like you didn't even see in the moments when they were alone together that they were really just, it seemed like they were just friends. Like, I don't know. It, it, it was, yeah, it, was, it, it didn't seem like they'd been together for a year and a half. Like a year and a half? Come on now. That was not a year and a half type of relationship. Like at all on like how how they were, how they were reacting. Like I was just like, and where it's did like y'all just got together. Thank you. Where did y'all go? Like, were y'all just like in that kindergarten? I like you. I, you like me. Pass notes in the locker stage. Well, I know that they had said you? that um, uh, the the other two girls they had all been friends and they used to hang out. So I'm just like, was it like they publicly like they they were able to go out before Emma like came out as a lesbian 
And so they were able to kind of hang out publicly. But as soon as she announced herself as being a lesbian, then all of a sudden, like, they kind of, you know, went, you know, as a couple back into the closet or something like that. Because I was just like, yeah, I did the same thing. Like, I was just like, um, where did y'all go? Like, did you but, go out, out of town or like how, how Even then, it's like, how did you, did you sneak over to Emma's house? Because her grandmother didn't even know who you were. Her grandmother was cool. Exactly. With So it's just like, it was just weird. It was just a lot. So ultimately, um, I'm going to say no to a sequel unless you totally remake it and do it right. It's just pretty much a straight Give it up. Give it up. Film. Just, just move on. No music. Just move on. <laughs> just move on. Let's, let's go back to um, other prom movies that will never die. Like, I actually looked up, like, prom movies um, on the ones that I liked and I was just like, oh, okay, like, I'll go back and watch those multiple times. But this one? Yeah, I ain't never watching it again. Oh, no, I'm never watching this again. Never. I'm good. Even with the all-star cast, I'm good. Like, this couldn't even, if this came on just on my TV, I would change it, even if it was just in the background <laughs> like that. No. You don't um, even want to listen to it as background noise. No, no, not at all. So, um, what was your ultimate ranking rating for? How many popcorns are you giving it or not giving it? All right. I actually like Okay, wait. Before we get there, I have one question. Was it worse than Mulan or not? You know what? Do you remember what I rated? I forgot what I rated Mulan. Was it like a 2.5 or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's going it's getting a 2.5. Um, and the only thing that saved it. The only thing that saved it was the all-star cast. Oh my god. I you know what? I thought we would be so far off on this. And I'm actually going to be, I, I think I've turned into Tammy today. I'm giving it a 2.25. Because I was actually going to go down to a two, but I felt that that was just too mean. So I gave it an extra five for the stellar cast. <laughs> oh, see, I was going to give it a two just for the stellar cast. Like that was the only thing that got this movie a two. But you know what? So, the, um, scene, the Meryl Streep scene as well. And like the song from Andrew, like, that that kind of bumped okay. it up to the 2.5. I'm gonna give it a 2.5. Okay, so you know what? I'll co-sign on that. <laughs> I will, I won't be I, I can bump it up at an extra uh 0.25. quarter of a yeah, of a popcorn. Don't ever come um, out with another yeah. one of it. And no, leave it alone, no. put it in the vault, never take it out again. And like I said, unless you're gonna just do a straight up and tell the story for real and leave the musical part. Because I watch a drama yeah. on this on this storyline. I would watch a would drama too. movie on this storyline. That would be a that would but be not, good. But not this. No. So um yeah, a two and a half just for the all star cast in those moments that we talked about. And um yeah, I don't it never has to come across my television again. <laughs> Um, I Netflix, agree. Don't, I agree. Even, don't even ask me to say watch it again like it doesn't have to come up in that mm, little section mm. of my Netflix actually I would say um, um, for everybody who uh, has sat through our review don't watch it no don't, don't watch it you good. we watched not. it for you and we're letting <laughs> you know it's not good enough for you to watch yeah we took the hit so you don't have exactly. to do not <laughs> waste your time with this not even for the cast not even okay so yeah, um, which is unfortunate because it has so much potential. But um, that does it for this week's episode of the Popcorn Wine Down. Thank you for joining us as always. And be sure to tune in next week when we talk about Selena. Selena! Yeah. Bidi, bidi, bom, bom. 
<laughs> Until then, I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this week's popcorn review. Don't forget to visit us at thepopcornwindown.com for your daily dose of pop culture.